Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyver, to the Curly Marketer, social media strategist and management. And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you're confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered on Let's Get Social. It's January, still January, lovely January. I know, I know. Uh, do you know what? I used to think January was a really long month, but I swear mm. to God, I think it's just, I don't know. Is it maybe COVID? I, you know, with all this, you know, back in and out of lockdowns and over the last year, you know yourself. And um, it's not, yeah, like it's, sorry. it's a weird one because, <laughs> no, 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 it's, uh, I'm just trying to get my words in quickly, Emer, before you take over, you know. <laughs> <laughs> those uh, those new braces of yours haven't stopped you, you know. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say anything a couple of months back. I got braces, guys, and I tell you, I it is a challenge, but I am up to any challenge. So I do not let Philip off the hook. I keep going with the talk, and you know yourself. So, yeah. um, but I I tell you, uh, guys, uh, if anyone's out there, you know, considering braces and all the rest, you know. It's hard work, but it's going to be worth it, I'm told, you know. Um, You'll have the million dollars smile, isn't it? Million dollars. Uh, well, the only million yeah. dollars I'll be getting anyway. So, um, but anyway, I was going to say to you, um, something I find that might be very valuable to people, you know, because um, uh, you're always thinking, you know, uh, January and, you know, I have nothing to look forward to. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'd love that. You know, you've got things like, oh, Valentine's Day and all that kind of thing coming up. Um, uh, I find something very handy. It's called, now I'm probably way behind sometimes with the apps. I am convinced because I, you know, the way you put apps on your phone, you forget about them or you just don't use them and then you delete them. Mm-hmm. Um, I find one called TouchNote. It's an app that you can use and the website too. Um, it's for personalized photo cards. So you know the way, like talking to Valentine's Day, and I'm I'm a bit of a last minute dot com, like number I was saying back in December when it comes to Christmas shopping. <laughs> yeah. I'm I was a man the previous life and I'm I do it on Christmas Eve, it's terrible. But anyway, um so you know you'd be maybe running around looking for a lovely Valentine's Day card for new. Yeah. Would I? Oh, I would, of course. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so um, I thought I'd drop this, <laughs> drop this in before you and I don't get divorced. But anyway, um, so what you do with this app is you download it, Philip. Right. Then you upload your photos okay. and you can type in your message. All right. And then you can send it off straight from your phone to anywhere in the world. Wow. So in the end, it, you don't have to go around looking for postage stamps because I'm always losing stamps. I never can find them. And... Um, you can then have that card go directly to the person. Right. And it looked like you've gone the extra mile. Wow. Get your brownie points. Wow. Mm. So I hope I've saved your bacon. Oh, you never know. Hopefully Neve hasn't heard this show and then she'll know what you were up to. No, she doesn't like to listen to me talk. Well, she doesn't listen to me talk. She just doesn't listen to me. Full stop. <laughs> but hey. I don't I think know, I listen to I her. So I, <laughs> I know the feeling. I know the feeling. I'm about to not listen here now, you know. So uh, yeah. Well, you're going to have to listen to this now, Emer, because yes, on. it is the favorite. The favorite part for Emer and the listeners is the social media joke of the episode. Okay. I tried to kind of keep this one on topic with the theme of today's show. So hopefully our guest will appreciate this one as well. So um, would you like me to... uh, No pun intended. Tell me I'm not going to get bored with us. No, no, you won't get, you won't get bored with this. But you may want to pin this to one of your boards for future reference. Okay. Okay. Go for it. Go for it. Okay. Why did the social media marketer get kicked out of the bowling alley? I don't know. He kept trying to sponsor the pins. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm glad she's laughing. I'm glad oh, there's a laugh. <laughs> it's there's not a me. Laugh. There's a laugh. <laughs> Fantastic. And that's not a pre-recording, ladies and gentlemen. That's a genuine laugh. Uh, I'm going to say that was pinful but anyway. Or, uh, but anyway, it's another thing. So all I have to say, as ever, as ever, is if you find today's social media joke ever way engaging and would like more of them, please know. You are in luck. You can catch Philip's previous social media jokes. Please don't. And indeed, our other shows, please, please do. By hopping on to the Let's Get Social show uh, podcast on Podbeam, iTunes, Spotify, and the Dublin South FM website. Do you know, wearing braces is hard work saying all that. But anyway, um, there you go, Philip. You have a fan. Oh, that's great. Well, Emer, I do have a question for you. Do you use Pinterest? I do, and I don't. Right. I should use use more of it, you know. 
Well, we are in luck because we have someone today with us who loves Pinterest. And I'm wondering if she would think that we should start a board for all of my social media jokes. You know, we are joined by a very creative lady and she's known as Miss Content Creative. And that's not all. Sarah Jane Vincent is an educator, digital marketer, data lover, go-getter and small business mentor, bringing the good stuff to help you succeed online. And that is not all. Uh, Social media is her passion, continuously learning, experimenting. I like that already. And implementing the latest strategies, Philip, the latest strategies to increase brand awareness, connect, (laughs) put the jokes back in the box (laughs) and connect with an audience and drive sales for her clients. And uh, she founded and organized an amazing event called the Digital Picnic. And it's a social media marketing conference held in Ireland for the last couple of years. And Sarah Jane brought together some great leading um, industry experts to deliver a series of social media and digital workshops and even masterclasses. So uh, I'm going to find out a wee bit more about that today. And hey, maybe she'll even get you, Philip, to warm up the audience for her next one with some of your classic <laughs> creative jokes. Really wouldn't be a problem. But uh, without further ado, welcome Sarah Jane Vincent, Miss Content Creative to Let's Get Social. Hey, Philip. Hey, Emer. Thanks for having me on your show. <laughs> oh, we're delighted you're here. You're very welcome. And, and I have to ask Sarah Jane, why did you laugh at that? <laughs> God, um, I, I don't know. I mean, he's looking to be the next social media comedian. I don't know. <laughs> well done, Sarah Jane. You made my day. <laughs> oh, thank you. No, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad now. I've heard worse jokes, the social media jokes. They do get, they do get worse now. So um, that, that wasn't too bad, Philip. I'll give you I'll give you a point for that one. Oh. <laughs> so it was on team, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say, will we get him to start his own social media board social media jokes board? And um, if if it aligns with his audience, then yeah, sure. Do you think it aligns? <laughs> I don't think I have any audience left after after all the jokes, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> so. but, um, yeah, I mean, certainly if it's part of your strategy, <laughs> hell yeah. Absolutely. Well uh, what's your well, strategy, Philip? What is your strategy, Philip? Well, when it comes to the jokes, just go with the flow. Oh, go with your gut okay. and hopefully okay. something, something sticks, you know. So, <laughs> so um, listen, Sarah Jane, has been, I've been, we've both been so looking forward to having you on the show. And Pinterest is one platform we have been asked about. Yep. It, you know, I, sometimes people think are a wee bit fearful of it. So can you let us know, uh, including the audience, uh, what Pinterest is and how does it work for small businesses? Okay, so it's not like your usual social media channels. Um, That is one of the biggest differences um, so far. So it's not like Instagram. um, It's basically just not a social media platform. It's a visual discovery engine. So it works a bit like Google search, except for people are using Pinterest to be inspired or learn about something. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really, really powerful tool. And they've made some big, big changes in 2020. um, And we're seeing more changes now in 2021 um, and it's all aimed around um, shopping so like conversion rates are mm. super super high and one thing to point out as well is that 97% of the top searches on Pinterest are unbranded so it's it's more about context as opposed to brands mm-hmm. um, there's 442 million users each month and that's growing continually wow. growing and um, as of last year um, with the pandemic um, it's increased like so much in terms of, of users. Um, it used to be predominantly female. Um, we're now seeing a shift in users um, so that more males are coming on board. And in terms of using it like benefits wise, it's a really, really powerful tool for SEO. Um, so it's really good for links back to your website. It's fantastic for brand awareness. Um, if your audience is predominantly female, it's really, really good for that. Um, and they have the new shop feature now as well, um, which is really good. It's one of the second highest drivers of um, traffic to Shopify websites. So if you have a Shopify website, um, this is a really good um, platform for you to be on. Um, really, really high conversion rates. So would you say it's more for product-based businesses or um, or can service-based businesses actually it harness? Is, you can use it for service-based businesses as well. So I'm going to get into all the tips and tricks down the line. Mm-hmm. But something that's really important for you to know is in terms of um, with Pinterest, 
it, it has the ability for your content to literally last weeks, months, and even years. So like, unlike Twitter, if you post something up, you get about 18 minutes out of it yeah. and then it vanishes into thin air. And mm-hmm. um, this the similar with like Facebook and Instagram, a couple of hours in between. So you're talking Facebook's about 24 hours, Instagram's about 21 hours. With Pinterest, when you pin something, when you pin one of your blog posts onto Pinterest, it literally... Um, stays around for months, even years. So it continuously drives traffic. It's evergreen as well. Um, so it's a really, really powerful tool. Um, and it's definitely a hidden gem. People haven't really cottoned onto it. They are starting to, but they haven't really cottoned onto it. Um, it's one of my most favorite um, tools to use. That's interesting because I am, I am, when I started using Pinterest, I always thought it was more product-based, but. Yeah, no, it's moving into the service space. It, it really depends on how you're using it now. There is a strategy to using it. Um, do you want me to tell you a little bit about pins, you know, in, in terms of how you can make them and I have some pro tips as well for you guys? Well, I was going to say you were going to mention the benefits. Um, Philip, Philip's always into the benefits of anything. <laughs> so. well, well, absolutely. Well, well, certainly, like I think you mentioned a benefit there very much, uh, Sarah Jane, about uh, obviously the longevity of your posts. There's also the uh, the shopping kind of element now. Just explain the shopping element because I know from a COVID perspective, you know, there's a lot of businesses who basically now need to be able to go online and have e-commerce and, you know, with a benefit like that using Pinterest to, to your products you know just explain how that could work or yeah of course so ultimately like when people go on to Pinterest they tend to be um, looking for either inspiration so whether that's to buy a product and um, so one of the trends one of the huge trends we saw last year in 2020 was um, how to you know to set up an office particularly with like backgrounds and things if people are doing um, webinars or um, a lot of conferencing was taken online so in terms of how that would be beneficial for um, a business, if you happen to sell chairs, ergonomic chairs, or anything to do with um, products for people working um, at home that are working in, say, the online industry, for example, um, they have this new shop feature now. So once your products are available on your website, you can literally um, upload your shop catalog onto Pinterest. And now people can literally, so if they're looking for inspiration, not only can they find the inspiration, they can also shop as well. So Mm -hmm. it cuts out the middleman. So, I mean, you can do that on Instagram, but Instagram is, you know, there's a lot of work involved with Instagram. And, you know, there's a lot of engagement that goes with it, nurturing sequence, all of that kind of stuff. And Pinterest is very different. It's just a, a very, very different platform. It's not about um engagement it's not about you know hacking the algorithm it's about quality content um, and also now you have the option to be able to sell your products on pinterest there and then you know so if you're providing value um about the top products that you you know that you recommend for um, an office building your office at home for example and um, you're you're now directly shopping to that person so not only are you providing inspiration but you're providing the product as well mm. which is super powerful and it's it's much easier to get found on pinterest yeah i've always kind of seen that I'd, I'd agree with you sarah jane i've always seen pinterest as being from a purist point a real content marketing channel because I, yeah. I would use Pinterest exactly like you were describing there for discovery you know like Emer is sick of me going on about it but I love my hair <laughs> you know I love doing different hairstyles you know and I would use Pinterest and I have a board on Pinterest for men's hair you do and then not it, but then as I do different oh styles. Then I go to, well, listen, when I went to the barber, me trying to explain about this, I just showed them a picture that I found on Pinterest. Yeah. Happy days. You and know. that's, and, and going back to that, that's really good insight for you because if you can tap into your audience and see kind of what boards they're creating, mm. that is gold for you. That yeah. is giving you an, an, an eye opener into your kind of your customer persona, shall we say, you know, mm. their kind of what their interests are and how you can create content in and around their interests and bring it back to your niche. So it's really, really powerful for that. There you go, Philip. Now that is interesting. (laughs) The hair, the hair, not honestly. (laughs) Well, like exactly as Sarah Jane said, like when I came across um, a couple of hairstyles I liked when I clicked on the image, it brought me back to the website 
which then mm-hmm. went into further kind of stuff and then hair care products, which linked me to something else, which then brought me into where the person writing the article was giving me the opportunity to buy their hair product because I'd already got the trust from say, oh, that's a really cool hairstyle. Yeah. Then the instruction on how to do the hairstyle, what to tell my barber. And now they're also telling me this is the product you should use. Yeah. Hooked and sold. Yep. So there you go. Yeah, but absolutely astounded me now, you know. <laughs> it's um, the first time I think Emer has been speechless. <laughs> <laughs> the, de- the dentist didn't do a good enough job. You're saying I know that. I know that. <laughs> Say she was going. Sarah G was about to touch on pins. Um, yeah, sure. I know you're the like the image is so important. You know it is. Um, yeah. What's your advice about making the most of them when it comes to your pins? So um, there are several different types of pins. I'm going to just focus on on three um, now. One of them hasn't been released um, in the EU yet. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, you have your standard pin, which is the the regular pin that you would see. Yeah. Um, and in terms of to get the best out of your standard pin. Um, I'd recommend using high quality vertical images. So you can find your images on either Canva. So Canva have a, a search tool there for images. You can use other tools like Unsplash, Pixabay, Pexels. Um, but I would recommend using um, Canva. Canva is also really cool as well because it has the templates for Pinterest um, for your images. Mm-hmm. Um, and also as well, I'll have, um, I, I actually have those available as well. So being a Pinterest um, coach, I know exactly what type of pins work and what type of images work. And mm-hmm. um, so I will have a collection of templates available as well, um, which we can talk about a little bit later. But in terms of your, of the, the best um, aspect ratio, um, two by three is the best aspect ratio. It's just one of the kind of original pins sizes and mm-hmm. it's the one that you should stick with um, as well it's really good and really important to add um, a logo to your pin um, and make sure that your pin like the logo on your pin is kind of either top or bottom middle and mm-hmm. um, don't put it to the sides and um, because you'll you'll risk it not being seen and um, add a little bit of text to your copy as well so how to grow your pinterest um, and also in terms of your in getting found with your pins you have a hundred um a hundred character limit um for your title and five hundred characters for your description. So it's really, really important that you utilize that space. Um, and the best advice that I would give you is to be um really, really uh, keyword savvy. Mm-hmm. Uh, because obviously this is a search platform. And so keywords come into play with this. Um, so it's really, really important. Mm-hmm. They the hashtag thing that, you know, in 2020, they brought it back around. They said, oh, yeah, hashtags work, but they're hiding it now. You know, they've, they've moved away from hashtag strategies now. Um, I mean, certainly add maybe two or three. You can't add up to 20. I think it looks spammy. Oh, yeah. I certainly use maybe two mm. to three um, hashtags. And ultimately, um, you want to use, if you're going to use a hashtag, Make sure it's a hashtag and um, like your business name, for example, put that first um, towards the bottom of your description. So um, in terms of your video pins, so they have video pins as well. Um, again, it's really important to um, show and don't tell. So on Pinterest, there's no need for um, music or um, talking or anything like that. You really need to, to explain what your video is about using text overlay. And again, the sweet spot is around six to 20 seconds. And um, the ratio of two to three is, is, is outperforming other ratios. So that's the trend that we're seeing at the moment. So the other exciting thing I want to talk to you about is the story pin. So they've jumped on the bandwagon with Facebook, uh, Instagram and LinkedIn. At this oh, my stage. God. Yeah. <laughs> um, Interest stories, so, yeah, and it's really cool because they've actually um, launched as well reactions. Reactions are brilliant because, again, it, it kind of gives you an idea of what works and what doesn't work, what, what people want to see, what they don't want to see. Um, and they're beta testing it um, in the US um, and it should be released very, very soon. So um, definitely worth exploring and um, using as part of your strategy. So in terms of, I have a couple of tips here. Is that okay to give you? I have a couple of oh, little... Yeah. 
Yeah, work away. Sure, work go away. ahead. We, we, love, we love tips. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I, try, I don't want to give too much information. It might just take <laughs> information overload. <laughs> but ultimately, you know, your pins are what drives your marketing and your, your strategy and how you get found. Um, so it's part of your boards and your pins. But ultimately, um, you know, it's really important to create new original pins, what we call fresh pins. Um, so that's basically your content that you've created, whether that is you're going to use a quote, maybe it's a quote that you've said yourself that you're going to create a, a, an image out of it or a blog post as well um, that you want to uh, put up on your on your website, but also share into your boards. Mm-hmm. You know, make every pin actionable and make sure that you include a URL to drive tra- traffic to your website really, really important. Um, and another pro tip would be to activate rich pins. So rich pins uh, include extra information on the pin. So they're SEO focused metadata. So it's SEO juice basically. Ah. And it's really simple to, to set up. If you just go into your settings, you can request to activate rich pins. And then you just have to, in order to activate them, you just have to add a piece of code onto your website. If you have, if you use a, like a, an SEO plugin and um, like Yoast, for example, yeah. it's really handy. You can literally just add the code in there and then you just literally, it's just a waiting game. It doesn't take too long for them to approve it, but they just want to make sure that everything's talking. Um, and then once you've done that, then it's it's ready to go. So one of the, the biggest things is to really, really focus on your keyword Uh, rich descriptions and don't forget to include a board description super super important so that's what I would say to you in terms of your pins (laughs) and like and how often should you pin this really depends on your strategy in terms of what you what you want to do so Mm -hmm. back in the day oh my god people were pinning like 15 20 times a day it's not about that anymore The, the strategy has completely changed on Pinterest Mm-hmm. So in terms of you pinning, um, when you're setting up your boards, um, make sure that you have a board that you can pin a specific blog post to. So I'll get I'll, I'll come into that um, mm-hmm. in, in a few minutes. But in terms of pinning, if it's your content and depends on how much content you have, you should definitely aim for like once a day or once a week on your pins. But what you can do is in terms of your boards, you can add... And you can supplement content into your board, supplement pins into your board from other people. Um, But just make sure that it's something that complements what you do and isn't driving traffic away from from your business and conversions away from your business. So, for example, Emer, I know you're you love like if you're talking about Facebook or if you're talking about Twitter or something like that, Mm -hmm. if you write a particular blog on uh, five top tips for Twitter, make sure that you're not sharing something that's similar to that because ultimately you want people to drive to to go onto your website. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And build a, you know, so it's really important that you use that as a strategy. Maybe so. Philip could use a strategy about his own hair, you know what I mean? All the top tips <laughs> yeah. that he's found, you know, and uh, check out a few more things that I can highlight for you. Oh, do you like that? Highlight hair pins. <laughs> I love it. Well, well here, here's a real highlight for you. Argan oil. Yeah. That's the number one tip. Argan <laughs> oil. Yeah, it's a heat protectant as well for the blow dryer. And don't get me started on blow drying. <laughs> You'll be getting your straighteners out next, you know. Oh, yeah. um, you know. Um, just a question for you, Sarah yeah. Jane, in relation to, um, because you mentioned text and a big kind of, I suppose, proponent around of doing text is I will see your search terms and stuff. And like, can you use Pinterest or does Pinterest as a channel allow you to, for example, do a keyword search as such to see what's really popular? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Would you just explain that maybe? So, um, in terms of in terms of of uh, keyword research, I actually use Pinterest. So even before time, um, you know, you can use Google Keyword Planner and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of of growth strategy, I tend to use. Funnily enough, I actually use Amazon and Pinterest. I've just found they're just much more. I don't know. There's just much more current relevant um, and you can just find out so much more information as opposed to just a keyword. And um, there's so much more to learn. And um, 
not only will you be able to find inspiration, but as well, you can tap into the likes of reviews Mm. um, and reviews are gold, you know, and you can really tap into reviews um, and and learn a lot. But in terms of Pinterest, um, yeah, I would actively encourage you to do your SEO research on pins um, on Pinterest. See see what's coming up. Um, And like in terms of... um, a strategy like for boards so like we've, we talk about pins but but boards is ultimately where you need to get started which is kind of ironic really because obviously Philip you're talking about you know that you have a board about hair hair and obviously that's what people would use it for but when it comes to business um before it was all about how many boards you had you know and it was more about like frequency so how many how many times you were posting per day and, and all that now it's more about relevancy so they've, compl- they've completely flipped their tactics and so last yeah, well, year I was going to say like yeah talking about the different kind of boards like you know like yeah. for me it was like um I would have my own blogs on one and then yeah. I would have like boards that I would pin other people's pins Content. to yeah. yeah yeah um like so it would be a board for uh Facebook for business uh Twitter for business um Snapchat yeah. for business even TikTok for business yeah um Philip's favorite favorite channel no, I'm only joking about TikTok. Um, but no, um, is that what you mean by having... Yeah. Um, so, oh, okay. Like, so basically, I actually did training on this in 2020 and it's completely changed now okay. <laughs> in 2021. So, you know, before it was all about creating boards in terms of hobbies that your ideal clients might like. Mm-hmm. Now what they're suggesting is, is focus on... So there's a, a five by five method, right? And basically it's, you know... Uh, building content up in five boards, right? And so what what I would suggest to anybody thinking of starting out on Pinterest is if you work in, say, social media, for example, and your core focus is uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you know, or whatever way you want to break it out, Mm. make sure that you're regularly writing content about those topics. Um, And so what you can do is, as long as you have five blogs um, five boards, you can distribute that content over five weeks um, just to kind of get you started. And you can schedule your pins over time using Tailwind. Tailwind is really, really good. Now you can do it natively. Um, and I, I know Pinterest does like it natively, like all the other platforms, mm-hmm. but Tailwind is just, it's specifically designed for Pinterest and it's a very, very powerful scheduling tool. So like in terms of your boards, your structure is key. So, you know, your boards are your foundation. Um, then your pins come next. But in terms of advice for your boards, just make sure that you are, again, being very keyword savvy. Make sure you use all the space you have in terms of your 500 character limits. Um, add a couple of hashtags if you need to, um, just in case they change their mind again. <laughs> and just have a real plan about your content. Yeah. Um, so so Philip decided to get out of the social media game and he wanted to become yeah. a hairdresser. Yeah. He should have a board for all the different aspects of hairdressing. Would that be right? Well, depending on what his niche is. Yeah. So in other words, it has to be because you're going to be spending your time creating quality over quantity. Um, You know, Pinterest hates spam. They really don't like spam. And so what they're doing now is in terms of how the algorithm works. So what they'll do is they will share your pin out to your followers and they will see how it gets a reaction. And if it gets a good reaction, that's what they determine as to, you know, how much um, it's like the smart feed. So basically they have a smart feed and it it then decides where your content is going to be distributed. So um, it's so different. Pinterest is so different. It's not really about followers. So say if we take Instagram, for example, and, you know, Instagram is all about engaging with your followers and building a follower base as well. Um, whereas Pinterest is is not exactly like that. You don't need to build, um, you don't need to engage with your followers. It's not about engagement. People go onto Pinterest, they have no interest in engaging with you. They're on there to find the answer to their problem. That's what they're on there for. Now, what is important is the quality of your followers. So in terms of uh, strategy on Pinterest, one thing I will say to you is, um, it's not about numbers, it's about quality. And so make sure that you, if you are following um, people, make sure that it's people that are your target market and um, that, that is relevant to your niche. 
because obviously, as we, as I explained in terms of the algorithm, Mm -hmm. when your pin first comes up, they then put it out first to your followers. And if your followers are interested in baby wear and you're selling them social media, it's not a good fit. And so ultimately it will affect your, you know, how the algorithm sees your content and and it it won't distribute it um, as well as it would if your followers are on point. So um, really, really important tactic um, as part of your Pinterest growth strategy. There you go, Philip. Better get pinned. Like it's it really has come a long way. Pinterest, and, yeah, it's, um, it's very different. You know, um, like I suppose a couple of a couple of questions, um, Sarah Jane. I suppose is there, and I suppose this is probably how long is a piece of string, but a, a set sort of time that you need to invest in order to be successful on on Pinterest. Like it really depends if Pinterest is your go to platform. So. Mm. You know, in 2020, I decided I was going to focus heavily on on Pinterest um, and use Pinterest as as a platform, um, you know, as part of my growth strategy, because I know it works. If I'm writing blog content, it's much easier for me to drive traffic to my website and get my brand awareness out there as as it would be for me to be using other other platforms. Um, Like in terms of what you should be doing is if you have the time, like if you are someone who's able to churn out content really, really fast and it's quality content, Mm -hmm. you know, if you can post, um, you know, if you can post several times a day, great. But if you can't, that's okay. You know, like even if you can post something once a week, as I said, if you're not someone who's great at writing blogs, but Mm -hmm. you know, if you, if you're, you know, say if you're a coach or something like that and you're trying to drive brand awareness, Mm -hmm. well, other other like your target audience they do share quotes quotes are extremely shareable on and other platforms you know and so they are on Pinterest looking for quotes and so if you can create a quote image and pin it it, you know there isn't a chance for you to get found so you can you can do it that way if you have a podcast just create a great image for your podcast and direct traffic back to your podcasts and mm. um, another trick another really great hack is if you're trying to grow your email list you know create a lead magnet create an image and use the image to drive people to your lead magnet to grow your email list because mm. listen we all need a plan b you know if you know your plan a isn't working out and and we've seen that now you know Mm. how many businesses in 2020 had to pivot you know they didn't have they didn't have a plan b and and so now is it's certainly the time and nobody ever envisaged a pandemic was going to to cause you know the the immense amount of uh, trouble that it did for businesses mm. um, but it also brought with it great learning um, and and um, it was great to see people pivoting their business and moving it online and turning their um, services into product based um, you know where they could generate traffic from their knowledge and um, Pinterest is a great way you know you, you just need to kind of think outside the box but in terms of what I'm seeing working and um, that's really doing well like uh, another great tip would be um, look at your stats, look, you know, go into analytics, have a look, look at your insights, see what it's telling you, see what content is really working um, and do more of that. Um, if you have a pin that is getting really good reach, really good um, growth, you know, it's being repinned and, and that kind of thing, promote it. It's so cheap to promote. On is Pinterest. it now? Is it comparative like, you know, cheap. yeah, cheaper than Facebook ads? Oh yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. You can just get like, you know, you don't really even need to um, promote on Pinterest, but it's definitely not, you know, in terms of like building lead generation, mm-hmm. growing your email list, it's super, super powerful. And it, it literally, how would you put it? You can put a pin up uh, for a lead magnet and you can just promote that pin and you're just getting emails in all day long. It's super so really? if you, when you go to do like a Pinterest ad, now I haven't done a Pinterest ad, would you, is there like a targeting pro- process? Yeah, like- it's, it's just, it's, it's literally like Facebook, for example, you know, it's like Facebook or LinkedIn. Okay. So it's very, very simple and very straightforward. You've got your, you know, your cold medium and your hot audience. So, you know, you've got your awareness, your traffic, and you've got mm-hmm. your conversions. Um, and just go through, just go through the steps. It's very um, straightforward. Like Pinterest have Pinterest for business, 
you can go in there, you can get some training and, you know, or you can, uh, you know, if you want to get growth faster, Mm -hmm. you can, you know, seek out coaches, you know, like I do that training for people. Um, I build boards for people as well, just to give you a head start. So there's loads of different ways. If you're not clued into Pinterest, um, you know, there, there's loads of resources out there. You can even find stuff on Pinterest, <laughs> how, to, how to grow your Pinterest, you know. It's hilarious, isn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, there's probably a how to bake a cake, Philip. You should get on there to is, that. There's everything. Yeah, you need to get on to that. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get on and bake a cake. Yeah, um, yeah you know the way like you, you're creating your own pins. Um, yeah. what, how, how often should you pin um other people's content, you know. Um, so this whole strategy has changed, um, as I mentioned earlier. So before what you would be doing is you create a board and then you'd share other people's content as well as your own. Now you can still do that, but remember, it's not about frequency anymore. It's about relevancy. And so you have to, you have to um, turn your strategy on your head in 2021. So basically, you know, Um, As I mentioned before, if you have boards, make sure that you're putting most of the content in there belonging to yourself, because ultimately that's what we want. We want to drive traffic to your website. Now, there are things called tribes and tribes um, are basically like they're they're essentially they're like little groups that you um, it's almost like follow for follow type thing or share for share. Okay. So in other words, like it's a great method to help you grow your reach um, quite fast on Pinterest. Um, And Tailwind actually has a a tool, shall we say, or a section in there all about um, tribes. Um, Like in terms of finding a good tribe, literally do a search on Google or type in, in Pinterest tribes. So whatever tribe, whatever your niche is, there's tribes out there. And if, if it's something that you want to get involved in, you just normally you either have to email the person or request to join. Um, so it's nearly like a, like, like a Facebook group, so to speak, but on Pinterest. Yeah. It? Yeah. Ah. Essentially, they've, they've been out for years, years and mm. years and years. Um, but everything has changed. Like the strategy that we knew in 2019 has, has changed in 2020. Like they've, right. they've, I think Pinterest have really seen, Come so for example, in March um, of last year, when we had the first lockdown with COVID, mm-hmm. um, Pinterest just saw this huge increase in people searching for Christmas shopping in April. Like it was, just, oh my god! It completely wow. changed the trend um, of mm. how people's people's mindsets. What was astonishing was, and I've I've really seen this um, last year as well, is the like our buyers are already ahead of the marketers. They're already ahead of the marketers. Like last year, when people were working on Black Friday, the audience were already on Christmas. Yeah, they were already That's on unreal. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like the whole strategy has changed. So like one thing that Pinterest has for you, which is really really good. Um, am I okay to give a shout out to a link here? It's a Pinterest link. Yeah, um, work away, work away. <laughs> So um, basically, um, Pinterest have this really really cool thing called their insights page, and they teach you all about the they they do the research for you. So they will tell you what the latest trends are coming down the line. Um, and it's on uh, www.business.pinterest.com forward slash insights. Pretty good. Okay. And basically in there, you'll see all the, the latest trends and insights. They actually did a 2020 uh, trend report. Um, and I believe there's a 2021 trend report um, coming out as well. Really get to grips with it. The reason why things like that are so important is because when you're planning content, you want to be, particularly if it's around um, holiday um, information. Yeah. Um, so you have to kind of be strategic about this. So say, mm-hmm. for example, if I was going to write a blog post about, um, you know, selling your product in time for Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. um, I would have planned my content before that um, in, in all around Valentine's. And I talk about like, say the 
obviously because I do digital marketing, it's a bit different. But what I would be talking about is the the color trends and all the new trends that are coming in around Halloween or sorry, Valentine's Day. Oh, too many days, too many holidays. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah. Halloween 2021. Yeah, 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 you're way out there. So literally like follow, it's it's all about like following your, you know, following the trends and getting prepared. So in Mm. terms of seasonal trends, start saving and pinning seasonal content around 35 to 40 days in advance. That's the gist of it. And so where I'm going with that is if you are a product-based business and you're selling um, gifts or, you know, as we see new trends coming down the line, as we saw in in 2020 with the home office trend, um, you know, Pinterest is giving you all the answers. So you just need to provide the content. And that actually would help you across the board board with... um, Other things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. hundred percent. It just, it's just, it's just ahead of, you know, the curve in terms of if you want to get ahead of the curve, go to Pinterest because mm. it's inspiration and it's what people are searching for. So forget Google. For. Yeah. Forget Google. And, yeah. Uh, go to Pinterest. 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 <laughs> is it, like just on a strategy side, uh, Sarah Jane, just for, for business who are listening to this, is there, I know, Obviously, it used to be female bias. There's more males coming on there now. If from 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 the research you've seen, it, is there a particular age group that's kind of coming on? And it, yeah, and is Ireland as a country embracing Pinterest more, or because it used to? I I, I used to feel it was very Americanized. Not, but. It is very. I mean, so it's kind of like typical. Obviously, America have cottoned onto it. Um, then the UK, so UK last year saw huge growth. Mm. Um, Ireland is, um, as we see the way consumerism has changed in 2020. Um, so yes, um, people are delving into it more and more um, as a platform for inspiration. Mm. Um, a lot of it last year was actually wellness. Um, there was there was also trends around kids, you know, with, with schoolwork and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. there's a, there is a lot to learn um, from it, but I, I can't reiterate this enough. When you're using it, just really prioritize high quality content. You know, that's how you're going to get um, ranked. Mm. It's, it's one of the ranking factors on Pinterest. So yeah, just be consistent as well, you know, so mm. add new, new pins over time rather than uploading them all at once. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like I, like I suppose, just for business listening as well, let's just say there's a business listening here today and maybe they've got into blogging and, you know, myself and Ember, we love things like content repurposing, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, like, would it be a, and obviously we'd be kind of saying to businesses, you know, make sure that you're telling your customers that you're on Pinterest and et cetera, et cetera. Like, would it be from a strategic point, could a business from say they're doing a blog maybe do the keyword research for a blog title via Pinterest first create their blog maybe around that title mm-hmm. post their blog and then pin it to their board that is named for a, a customer solution say would, would that be one approach that could work yeah no definitely so like what what we're seeing is um you know your content um when it goes to Pinterest is evergreen you know um and so what you can do is like a tip, a tip for people to do would be if you have written a blog post, you can create several images in Canva for that blog post. And then you can re-share out that blog and um, try not to do it no more than like give it at least a six months gap if, if that's a strategy you plan to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously it's again, from that one blog post, you can create back several tens you know, of, of links back to your website, um, to, you know, sell your service or sell your product. Very good. So, um, does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Abso- yeah, no, absolutely. Like I I suppose with the, like if, if as a business you were going to prioritize maybe Pinterest, um, I suppose maybe try and do some of your keyword research through Pinterest, maybe get a, a blog title. So um, you can you can do that through Pinterest. You can do that yeah. using Google and um, mm. like Google Trends as well. Um, mm. Google Trends is also really handy. And um, like you can use free tools. As I said, I just get the most out of like if when I'm looking for keywords, I would tend to use Pinterest or Amazon. Um, I just find 
there's mm. just you just get a lot more information um, than what you're uh, you know that it opens your eyes we'll put it this way as you as you say like people are searching for you know uh uh how to bake a cake say for example yeah. um, on pinterest but they might go looking for um the equipment they need for the cake on amazon so you know yeah. you can, um you you've got two a two-prong approach exactly. there yeah. yeah um talking of you know because pinterest is so different um yeah. and i mean you've just You've actually widened my eyes to the whole thing because normally yes. it was like pin here, put up your blog, you know, um, <laughs> you know. There, I, I know we're going to have to get you back. It to is an overlooked channel. Like we all talk <laughs> about Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I used to be on it a lot, and then I kind of, you know, you get busy with other things, and then you're, yeah. you know, LinkedIn and Twitter and all that kind of thing. The biggest differences, and this is what I'm curious about, um, when it comes to marketing on Pinterest compared to marketing on other social media platforms. I know this is a big topic, but are there a couple of key things that people should be aware of? You know, so you know. Yeah, so it, it's just so different in in every other way. So as I said to you before, like there's no need for you to engage on Pinterest. So that will save you time. And not in a, I don't mean that in a bad way, mm. but like it's just a very different approach. So again, just going back to what I re- reiterated beforehand, and um, it's not about building, you know, masses of followers. And um, the key is to grow quality followers. So followers who are genuinely interested or would be interested in your content. Mm-hmm. Um, because that then ties in with the, um, the smart feed. So if you're... Uh, pin is pin worthy and they're going to show it to your followers first before they distribute it out onto um, other followers and again that's how you you know once somebody has seen one of your posts and it's relevant then obviously they'll come onto your page they'll come onto your board um, and if they like your content then that they'll follow you so focus on quality content um, it's it's kind of weird because it's like forget everything you've been told before about the likes of Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter. Forget yeah. it all. Yeah. It, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It, it's it's irrelevant on Pinterest. Mm. It's just it's it's kind of mind blowing and it's hard to kind of it's 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 getting into the mindset of saying to you if you can focus on providing quality through blogs, through lead magnets, through products, because obviously you've got the shock feature now. Yeah. Um, and if you just focus on that and focus on your keywords, the rest will follow. The rest will follow. Great. You know, it's that simple. So consistency is key. Consistency is key. That's, you know, that's one of the other tips. Exactly. And like myself and would always say to clients, I'm sure you're the same, Sarah Jane, is, is, is test you know, yeah. kind of mm. test, test everything. 100%. And I just actually, I did want to ask you very quickly, Sarah Jane, before I hand it back to my esteemed colleague, uh, who's setting up her cooking board to rise as we speak. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, is there any restrictions to businesses to start using like shoppable pins or, you know, with some of the channels like Instagram, you know, so the restrictions are the same as well. So in terms of, um, mm. it is kind of, it must be product-based. So again, you may not get approved if you sell services, um, mm. through a shop, if you know what I mean, it, they're, they're predominantly looking for like fashion products, home decor products, that kind of thing. It, it's the same as with all the platforms. Like I know you were asking me a few times, you know, like how much did you post on Pinterest? And, and it is literally that it's, it's different for, for everybody. It really depends on what you're selling and, and what your strategy mm. is. Mm. So you might find if you have the option to be able to post five times a day into mm. five boards, mm-hmm. well, great, use it, you know, if that's, you know, but if you don't, that that's, that's okay. You know, as long as you're consistent, even if you're posting at least once a week. And um, in terms of time, the time that you would spend generally when you're first starting off, you are looking at maybe one to two hours um, per week because you're going on there, you're finding what works, what doesn't work. So you're, you're looking at your algorithm or sorry, you're looking at your analytics to see what pins are working. So you can do more of that for the following um, week or, you know, and so on and so forth. Um, and again, you might be you might be focused on maybe building a follower base as well. So you might be trying to connect with people. You might be learning what tribes 
you might want to to join. It's never, I have to say, like it is, it's such a wide topic to continue, yeah. on, you know, with Pinterest. Yeah, yeah. It's ever evolving, really. You know, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully when we get you back, you can actually uh, tell us even more. So <laughs> actually, you yeah. know, um, we'll try and get you back before. Now you do the digital picnic, yeah? I do, um, yes. Last couple of years. And I have to say, I, I didn't get to go to the first one, but I definitely um, was on the, the last one you did was the online version. Yeah. Um, are you planning another one for this year or is it like, oh, we'll have to wait and see? Yeah. So obviously with, you know, with with everything going on at the moment in the next new normal world of COVID, um, normally I would plan in advance and um, you can't really just plan too much now. So I do want to do it. Um, I have thought about maybe keeping it online again this year just to mm-hmm. make sure um, because we had such an impact last year um, and it was super popular. And um, maybe I could throw a few um, different tricks in because it is very different. The digital picnic is very different to other conferences in, term, in terms of the theme. And mm-hmm. um, so I want to keep that as well. But I mean, we do miss the the in-person events so um mm. i won't rule it out just yet how about that <laughs> okay yeah. okay and uh, as I say if you need a warm-up act philip's your man yeah where did, where did all where did all the audience go philip cracked a few jokes <laughs> they're all off pinning that's what they're doing they're all off on pinterest yeah they're, they're looking for re- pinning refunds <laughs> There will be, there will be. Um, So listen, Sarah Jean, thank you so much for today. You're very welcome. I hope your listeners get some value out of that. Absolutely. Oh, definitely, definitely. And if they need some coaching, we know where to send them, as I say. Yep. Um, So Philip, any last words, as I say? Yeah, no, I think, um, Sarah Jean, it's been great having you. I think think there's so much more that we can and will chat about on on Pinterest and we'll definitely get you on at a later stage because yeah, no doubt from what, what, you, what you've said uh, Pinterest is is yeah. rapidly changing and ever evolving and I think um, and I think I, I think really I suppose the last message to our listeners is if you haven't considered Pinterest you know test it and yeah. see you may be surprised uh, and add it to your your content repurposing mix um, etc so so yeah Sarah Jane great to have you thanks for having me You're more than welcome um and i suppose listen all i have to say now is if you enjoyed today's show you can catch it again and the other shows on the let's get social show podcast on podbean itunes spotify and on the dublin south fm website so please download and subscribe so you won't miss an episode and until next friday at 2 p.m i've been philip twyford the curly marketer and i've been emer duffy of fit social media your social media personal trainer and we'll see you next friday at 2 p.m for more let's get social see you then bye